0: I am Kirk Pinchon. This is the podcast where we pick a music-related topic, then we watch video clips about that topic. And if you go to our website, musicraygun.com, you can check out video playlists to watch all the clips we talk about on the show. Isn't that right, Kirk? That is very right, Paul. Today on the show, Kirk, we're celebrating the holidays. We did it last year. Yeah, During our first holiday season as podcasters. Yep, so long ago. Yeah, I know. We're we're nearing the end of our second year doing this show. Um, so we mentioned this on a mini episode. Uh, if anyone's listening to this, not subscribed, we do mini episodes mm-hmm. so off, off weeks. We mentioned how much we both love the holidays, love the holidays, yeah. love holiday music, start it, it, start it. Uh, the, my rule is I started the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh. I waited until Saturday this year. I held off an oh, entire wow. day. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I am uh, I like to get it going right at Thanksgiving, uh, right after Thanksgiving, and then just plow through till Christmas. I always listen to the same first Christmas song. Interesting. Yes. What is it? Wait, is it? Are you, you going to play it here? No. Okay, then what is it? It's The Christmas Song by Nat King Cole. That is my top, th- one of my top three songs. Yeah uh probably number 3 actually but yeah. uh, it's it's perfect all those nat king cole christmas songs are the ones that that make me feel the most nostalgic yeah but i love christmas music so much i even love the songs i hate you know what i mean oh like, yeah yeah there're songs i don't like but they come on i'm like ah it's christmas i always like, like, I like yeah i have found that as i've gotten older i've become more tolerant of crappy christmas music Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's it's fine. It's fine. That's what's fun about Christmas is it's kind of cheap and over the top and and like mid-century and unsophisticated (laughs) and I I just love all that shit. It's all good. Um, It's all happiness. Yeah. So for the second year in a row, we're doing a Happy Holidays episode with all Christmas themed things. Yes. But I think it's important before we even start to recognize the real reason for the season. Of course, I'm talking about my Lord and Savior. I don't know if he's yours. <laughs> oh, no. Jesus. Oh, I thought you were going to say someone else. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about Jesus Christ. Okay. Jesus Christ Allen. Yeah, that's what I thought. Gigi Allen. Yeah, oh my okay. God. Oh, Paul. Let's start Let our me myself. episode with Gigi Allen. Let me take a little sip of I say, uh, mineral water. For those who don't know, which you clearly do, his name when he was born, he was christened Jesus Christ Allen. Yes. Uh, So I feel like the birth of Jesus Christ (laughs) Allen, who's someone I hold very dear to my heart, is is on theme. So we're going to watch a video that's an interview with Gigi Allen's mom. Oh, wow. Talking about when he was born and why she named him that. This could be very... Do you know, by the way, where G.G. Allen is from? What state he's from? I may have mentioned this when we talked about I'm him. I'm going to give two guesses. Mm-hmm. Florida. Incorrect. Texas. Incorrect. Where? He is a New England boy. What? He's from the great state of New Hampshire. What? I spent time I went to college in New Hampshire. I know. Hampshire. You, like G.G. Allen, are at least in part a product of New Do Hampshire. Do they say where in New Hampshire? I don't know what his hometown is. Wow. Yeah. The state whose motto is "Live Free, free or, or Die,", die. Yeah. which Gigi Allen looked at and said "Porque no los dos." <laughs> uh, but this is Gigi Allen's mother explains why he was named Jesus Christ when he was a baby. Wow! And what year was this interview? Do I can't tell. <laughs> it could be seven eighties, like maybe early nineties. Um, I know. I don't know if she's uh, still with us. Mm-hmm. Gigi, of course, is not. Yeah. Uh, and if anyone listening doesn't know who Gigi Allen is, uh, give it a search. Give it an online search. <laughs> or, in fact, go to our punk rock episode yes, just do where that. we watched a fairly decently long live performance of Gigi Allen. Which yes. really, that performance tells you all you need to know about it. sums it up. I wouldn't necessarily call it decent, but uh, so, it sums no, it up. I wouldn't either because it's so much better than that. <laughs> uh, but here is basically the origin of Gigi Allen. All right. So tell me about when Kevin was born. Oh. Yeah, what was that? Uh, Yeah, there's a couple of things I meant to set up. He said, tell me about when Kevin was born. When she's talking about Kevin, she's talking about Gigi. And you'll see why. Okay. Also, she will mention Merle. Uh, And just to avoid confusion, Merle Sr. is Gigi Allen's dad. Merle Jr. is his older brother.
1: Oh, okay. So sometimes when she says
0: Merle... You'll be able to tell from context if she's talking about her husband or her son. But she says Merle to refer to two different people. All right. Good to know.
2: When Kevin was born, his father made me name him Jesus Christ. Why is that? Because he had a vision.
0: Okay. First of all, what is your initial impression of Mrs. Allen? She's got the New England voice. She's a real New England mom. Yes. And uh, I'm, I'm fascinated by the wood panel. I'm going to say that's a basement, even though it's probably the living room. Yeah. That's way fascinating. Yes. We have but paneling panel yeah. just like that in our house. Yeah. That's way. This is a way New England mom scene with the big old glasses. and. Yeah. And she's also like really sweet and not how I would have expected Gigi Allen's yeah, mom to look. Right. But Merle Sr. wanted his second son to be named Jesus Christ because he had a vision. Yeah. Uh, we don't get to meet Merle Senior. I feel mm-hmm. like uh he is probably the reason why Gigi is the way that she is. Yeah, I would yeah. bet. I would bet. Um
2: Jesus had appeared to him and um, that should have been my second clue. <laughs> I was I was over the years putting these clothes in my bonnet and storing them up. I mean I was not <laughs> my a stupid bonnet person. No.
0: Um, but when I'm, I'm sure that earlier in the interview, from which this is taken, yeah. she talked about what a raving lunatic Merle Senior <laughs> yes. probably was. Exactly, and the clues. Yeah, because um, she's pretty normal. Dead yeah, baby
2: and you're working hard. It seems like there's there's no way out. Uh, so I was sort of biding my time. I think you'd say. And I, w- I did name him that. But I had an awful, awful lot of controversy when I was in the hospital. My mother wouldn't come to see me. My sister wouldn't my come God. to see me. All of the nurses came in and, and scolded me. All of the doctors came in and scolded me. All of the priests came in. All of
0: the I'm sure, especially around that time he was, he was born. That would be, like maybe right now yeah. it might not be that big of a deal. Yeah. But like he was born. I think born. he was born in the 1950s. So I'm sure at the 50s. time they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You think that it was something I had done wrong? Instead of instead of scolding the person who was to blame yeah,
1: blame they them on
2: that I was the one in the family with the intelligence not
1: moral.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess is they didn't have she's be very, good very diplomatic about yes, all of this. She's doing great. I this this incredibly Normal seeming, even sweethearted New England lady. Mm-hmm. I have to find the rest of this interview if I can because I don't know the story of how she could have ended up yeah. with Merle. Yeah. Um, she seems real regular.
1: Yeah. That's why they
2: did it.
0: What was his reaction to all the scolding? He
2: um, was more or less oblivious to how it was hurting me. <laughs> Of course. Of course. Of course. I mean, when you have a baby, a beautiful baby like
0: Kevin was, he was a peaches and cream little (laughs) wimpy...
2: She's, she's great. Cute, adorable. She's so
0: normal. Beautiful. Merle looked like a little monkey. Now she's talking about Merle Jr. (laughs) I wonder if Merle Jr. was either like, what the fuck, you're naming him Jesus Christ and I'm fucking Merle? She'll get to that. Oh, good. There's, there's a real great twist here. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Not,
2: no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Just a little levity here. <laughs>
0: um, oh, she's holding a cup of coffee. That's great. It's probably tea. Yeah, It's probably sleepy time yes. a little chamomile maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little honey in As there.
2: was Merle. And, but it hurts when you have so many people that seem like they're against you. You know.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, But I named him Jesus. But I have ways of getting around that. Uh, I I told little Merle that he had a new brother and his name was Jesus Christ. And he said, Gigi! That's Gigi, my brother Gigi. Oh, wow. So uh, I said, oh, yeah, wow, yes, Lord. You know, it is Gigi. <laughs> so it
0: was Gigi forever. I mean, was always Gigi. Interesting. That's man. how he got know that. the name Gigi. Because when, when his brother, when they were babies, he couldn't pronounce Jesus. Yeah, so he said Gigi. And because his mom didn't actually want to call him Jesus. Yeah. She-, she and everyone started calling him Gigi. Which is... Super cute and super smart. Yeah, who would have thought that the way Gigi Allen got his name is like the cutest story in the world, right? Yeah. Oh my god. But there's more. Already. Merle named him that, and
2: um, we all started calling him that. You know, Uh, and then when Kevin was um, ready to go to school, um, Merle came home one day and I was sitting in the kitchen, and. I said, I'm going up to the town clerk's office and change Kevin uh, G, Gigi's name. And he was really upset. He was really, really upset. But I had a plan all these years. I was never going to send my son to school with that name. I was oh, never thank going God. to be.
0: Yeah, She's good, great. good. Because then he might have gotten screwed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then he might have become some weird performance artist guy who liked to defecate and rub it on himself. Right. Although, how much worse would it have been if he... That's like, true. <laughs> like, this is him normal, thank God. Right, if he was Jesus right. Christ, it would have been worse. But I
2: didn't want him to have to go through a life of misery with his father either, you know, which he would have if I had subjected him to that over the years. So I, and he said, well, I named him... The first time, and and if you name him this time, I'll never call him whatever it is you name him. So I just got in the car, went up, and and went to see Bunny Bell. She was the town clerk, and she said, "Well, I knew you'd be here sooner or later." She said, "I never sent this into the state. Uh, I kept it right here in my pocket. uh, Never sent that name into the state." So isn't that great?
0: The town clerk was like. Just keep this in we'll the drawer, drawer for, for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone in this So he was state. never officially wow. Jesus Christ as far as the state government. Everyone in this story is wonderful except for Merle, Merle Sr. Senior. Senior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What?
2: She said, what do you want to name your little
0: boy? And I was like... <laughs> I love that. She didn't even have a name picked yeah. out. She just knew, like, not this. <laughs> so she's like, <laughs> uh, or um. Totally, yeah.
2: I said, uh, Kevin, Kevin sounds like a good name. And she
0: said, what do you want? Do you want a middle
2: name? And I said, Michael, after Father Michael DeNasi. There you go. Obviously Gilman, who
0: was always a great guy. We kids liked him a lot. So it was Kevin Michael Allen. They- Kevin Michael Allen. Yeah. Like that's a great, like, that guy's going to do That's your, his name. That yeah. guy's going to do your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have it in on time. He's going to get you some really good deductions. Yep. Wow, that was way more fascinating than I thought it was going to be. That's great. I love the story that Merle, who, by the way, was the drummer for the Murder Junkies, and he was in Gigi's band, and is just screwed up as Gigi. Wait, his brother. Merle Jr. Yeah, oh wow. Who named him Gigi. Wow. Because he couldn't pronounce Jesus. Which is just so cute. Right, right. Not only is he named Kevin Michael, (laughs) yeah, which is just like the most boring like plain name ever, but like the Michaels, oh, I named him after our priest. (laughs) Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I cannot reconcile how sweet Gigi Allen's mom is. No, Merle Senior must have been the must worst. Have done a piece on him. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. So I wasn't. I wasn't going to actually make you watch but, uh, Gigi, <laughs> Allen Gigi for our Christmas episode. Yes. Uh, God bless. Yeah. Uh, but okay, let's get into the actual Christmas music. Sure. Now. What's your first clip here? My first clip is from the movie Beat Street. I think you have brought this up before. I've never I brought seen this Beat up. Street. I've brought a Beat Street before. Street is a breakdancing movie that came out literally around the same time Breaking did. It's a rapping movie. It's a rapping breaking movie. It's a hippity hop. Uh, this one uh, is in New York. Breaking was set in L.A. Uh, and they have, uh, I, you know, Breaking was set in L.A. Yeah. I've seen Breaking, but it's been a while. I am uh, I ride hard for breakin Real hard. I mean, it's the more famous one. It, yeah. A lot of people go Beach Street's better because it's New York. And it's, That's a good it's enough It's got reason, a little yeah. bit of a docu-vibe. Not like Wild Style, which is a documentary. Yeah. But it's, it's got a little, little rougher around the edges. A little rougher around the edges. Yeah. Um, but they had a, a Chris. There was a nightclub scene. Uh, They're aspiring nightclub guys. And uh, they have a Christmas act on it. And it's this Santa Claus rap. You'll recognize one of the lead guys in it. Okay, and you're doing we, me some credit. Yes. I hope I don't. No, know you will, you. guaranteed. And before we start, there's a part in here that's very problematic, so I will apologize ahead of time. Okay, I mean, look, we didn't make this movie. No, and it was the '80s where things were a little. Is dominant. it homophobic? Or, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And you look Are we at it. Hear go, the F word? No. Oh, okay. Um, well, still tr- trigger warning. Yes, yeah, trigger Homophobia warning. Homophobia from you'll, the '80s. You'll see, it and you'll show. go because it's and it's like almost midway through because you're like, oh, this is really clever, and then you go. Oh guys. Yeah. You had to just pull that out. Yeah. But the first part is, is really is really great. So who is that? I don't know. It's Kumo D. Shut up. That's yeah. Kumo A okay. very young Kumo but, D. But there's a very good reason why I don't recognize him. <laughs> That's right. I don't think I've ever seen Kumo D without those shades on. Yeah, he doesn't have those Star Trek shades on. Yeah. Him. I yeah. did not recognize him at all. Yeah, that is Kumo D when they're part of the Treacherous Three. I love the Treacherous. Yeah. Also, Kumoldi very famous for his uh, for his Christmas battle rap against Busy Beast Stars. Yes, State. yes. Not okay. that that has anything to do with Christmas itself, in so far as the music. No, but it took place on Christmas yes. or Christmas Eve when he, he just conceived. destroyed. Yeah, it's like the best rapping you've ever heard. Yeah, and it was one of those like. Oh, he's the new guard. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's this great new rapper now, and the and the best part of that it's not all freestyle because the best chunk of that is from the Treacherous Three's new rap language. Yes, which is like my favorite 12 inch rapper. Rap yeah, character. that's a great. That song is fucking, unbelievable. Yeah. It's, it's that's it's, why I love Kumodee. It so is much. aged beautifully. Yeah. So everyone should check out that. Yes. Uh, but here he is on B Street, looking like a straight up dork. Yeah. Because right he, they, she, I don't know why you thought I'd recognize him because. He's one of the most intimidating Golden Age rappers, and he looks like a dork with that Santa hat on. Yeah. And no shit. Wait, till you see? This is kind of like a little performance art, wacky bit yeah. that they do. Okay. Oh, oh,
3: oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Open up your door. I'm Santa Claus, and guess what, y'all? I got something to show. I came to bring some Christmas spirit I got a big bag Now guess what's in it? Something for the rich
0: Something for the poor So Merry Christmas And ho 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 Merry See now they're like They're just like floating, 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 floating heads Doing the rap Under yeah. my so-called tree But in reality Feels like nothing But a decorated phone with me Man you talk about a tree And make me So this is the treacherous story. Story. Yeah I yeah. had a tree yeah. under, If I ever did look up
3: And get a tree There was never anything Under it for me Y'all should be glad that I didn't quit,
0: cause I'm getting too old for this Santa Claus shit. Think I'm so it's them talking trash to Santa like they'll get good shit. That's yeah. the whole uh theme of this rap. <laughs>
1: Busted
0: ass might as and my the same so Yeah, it's a whole like presentation, it's not just a rap a little, like, sketch. Yeah, yeah. And then here comes the breakers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kumo is the best. Yeah. And it still sounds like him. He looks like a baby, but it still sounds like Kumo yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why the
1: presents keep getting
3: mixed up. Cause you have to <laughs> now I know why Cause you're always drunk Instead of G.I. Joe You send me this junk That ain't a G.I. Joe That's a G.I. jerk With a cung <laughs> That don't even work So all I did Was just put them away Cause my G.I. Joe's Is a
0: G.I. gay There's him Oh that's not that bad Yeah, yeah. But yeah
1: No, I'm no, no substitutes
0: So, so watch Dougie, Dougie Fresh. Fresh Yep Just a baby Dougie Fresh Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Even Kumo D Can't step to that Nope Beatboxing from Dougie Fresh There was a Because tar- the breakers Were wearing like what would you call that like military garb like old fashioned royalty garb yeah I don't know that was like a look in the 80s That yeah. like you would wear that shit like those uh, apple I think they're called or something yeah anymore. yeah yeah the shoulder yeah. yeah, that was an actual thing that's not a costume people would wear that in like teen clubs and shit oh really yeah I, I not me I could, pull, <laughs> I, could, I could I could not pull that off but uh, right, yeah. yeah but you've always had a on the pulse fashion sense <laughs> but you just knew where to make your play and where <laughs> not hear. to thanks Paul yeah I just like I mean, it's really Dougie Fresh's beatboxing is pretty uh rudimentary. Yeah. Which isn't shade because he's the first beatboxer. Yeah. Yeah. So I love how uh, he's just kinda doing some basic stuff and Kumo D's giving <laughs> that that what, what the, the fuck, fuck where he mouths the words yeah. what the fuck reaction. And even like the rapping itself is this really basic early yeah. rap style, but there was no precedent yet. So no, it's like not at all. This is completely fresh. Yes, for the time. Yeah, like even like you look at the dancing 9 and you're like, wow, that's real basic break dancing. But oh, yeah. then you're like, oh my god, they're amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even if the even if the flow is pretty early stuff, the rhymes and the lyrics are still you know legitimately pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, they have a good that's sense of humor. Right. Nice. <laughs> where do you even get those Netflix? you just buy yeah. the whole thing <laughs> but where <laughs> like at the mall they yeah the yeah you, you haven't met the mall. like think of like the cheesiest like hmm. clothing store it'd be right there jingle jangle for the pole I can't even remember. I know that this was like a like the plot of it. I, can't, I just remember. Oh, Radon Chung's in this. That's right. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember I continually meld Beach Street with Crush Groove. And okay, I completely Because yeah. they're kind of similar. One was Nightclub. One was Record Companies. Well, and break-in is mostly about the dancing. Yes. Crush Groove, I understand, is mostly about the rapping. Yes, which way does beat street show? beat street's more about the dance oh okay yeah i mean so way this scene the scene was a little bit more of an outlier yeah. Even though there were dancers yeah. it was kind of featuring the trench yeah the trench there's there. a ton of dance offs okay in this movie one in the subway which is great we yeah. just seeing that little clip right there but that's beat street's christmas version uh, all right let's move on to the next clip uh we i introduced you to a band a few episodes ago on our off brand picks episode okay they were called the free design oh yes because of the yo gabba gabba yes that's right you yes they're the great design. yes uh so the free design um i think i i alluded to them being like not a christian band but they were all christian yes So it probably won't surprise you that they have some Christmas songs. Uh, Yeah. Uh, In 1968, they released uh, a a Christmas single. Uh, But the two songs on the single also appear on a compilation album, also from 1968, called The United States Air Force Presents The New Sound of Christmas, A Christmas Party, 1968. (laughs) It's the best name for an album ever. (laughs) Which is a 19-song split LP with 10 songs by a group called Sandler and Young on the A side. And the B side is uh, nine Christmas songs by The Free Design. Oh, my God. Including the two that were on the single they put out. Wow. So we're going to watch a video that I think someone put together for YouTube. hmm Where the song is The Free Design song. And the footage is just like archival, home movie, Christmas uh, footage from like the mid 20th century. Oh, I love I shit like that. Yeah, yeah, I love set, looking at stuff like that. Set to close your mouth, parentheses, <laughs> it's Christmas by the free design. <laughs> this doesn't sound like a free design song. <laughs> the song sounds like a okay. free design song. Uh, so I think you'll like this. I do a lot. Oh, this is already fantastic. Yeah, yeah this is great. Yeah. yeah.
3: Except to sing. Did, did, did it close your mouth except
0: to sing? I think is what they just sang. I think so, yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, this is so comforting, yeah. This is great. Did you hear that lyric? No. That's the little hook. Get to know the people in your house. You might like them. <laughs> the free design are fucking great, I, man. Dude, I love the they free are design. They're fucking yeah. great. It sounds like Stereo Lab from yeah. the, if they were in the 60s. Oh my God. And they are irony free. Yeah. just some fun footage from old movies yeah the footage is great but this song is yeah. oh my god they're just the most mellow they're man. so I'm, I'm gonna go find this and start playing this at home like this should be one of the songs that you hear every yeah place. yeah this should be in this rotation this should be a perennial favorite there's no reason this shouldn't be in like rotation on like, yeah. Kiss FM yeah. or Christmas for month. that's a crime I also feel that way about the free design in general. <laughs> they should have been more they popular sure when they, they existed. Exactly they, they should be more popular this, now. This is legit good. Ah, uh, it's fantastic. I mean, if Chicago can be big, there's no reason why the free design can be big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No reason. Ah. Uh, oh. And I like the simplicity of the Christmas message, get to know the people in yeah. your house. Yes. Yeah. You might like them. Close your mouth and let's just sing. Yeah. That's great. Happy holidays from the Free Design. Oh, uh, The Free Design just gets better and better in yeah. my mind. Just yeah. better and better. Uh, so does this next artist. <laughs> yes. Quite a bit different from the Free Design. Yes. But a, a living legend. Living legend. With... Uh, classic christmas song yes mary j Blige doing the uh this christmas the donny hathaway song yeah that is a great one that's the christmas song that always makes me think of my dad for some uh-huh. reason you know because he's a jazz guy yeah. and he not that this is the yeah. that's a jazz song mm-hmm. but i always i in my memory of christmases from when i was a kid that was a song that was or would always be on a cd that he put on you know that's great because this is my number one christmas song yeah, this is number one. Good and, pick. and my kids associate this with me. Yeah. So they can consider this the dad song for me. Maybe, maybe what? Yeah, this is like the dad Christmas song. Yes. Maybe know. it is. Maybe um, it is. Yeah. But uh, Mary J. Blige's take is a little different. Yeah. It's Mary J. Blige. So it's great. Yeah. You can't go wrong. With magic. Do you have any background from this? Is a live performance? No, I have no background from it. I for just dub, uh, for the Wall Street Journal <laughs> yes. who posted this in 2013. I, I just found it and heard it. And I was like, oh, yeah. yes. And this is one of those Christmas songs where every version I love. Yeah, every version is usually pretty true to the original. No one tries to get cute with it or fuck it up. Yeah, and it's just great. And this is great hearing Mary J. Blige. Yeah, it's just a great jazzy R and B. It always like, a lot of the classic R and B Christmas songs you hear are more on like the Motown side of things. Yeah, but this is a little smoother. Yeah. there's not a lot of smooth Christmas yeah. songs that you hear on a the regular. They play, and they play. They'll play any version of it. Yeah. they'll play this version they'll play Donny Hathaway yeah. not this version on the radio right but like there's a ton of instrumental smooth jazz versions of this as well yeah. and it's all staying true to the original and I it, mean that's such a great hook yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah do you know who's playing keys? no on? I don't I was just thinking that, who is that and I don't know what, I'm interested to know what when did you understand that Mary J. Blige come around, like, was big in your life? When did she first pop? Like, 91? 92? Yeah. What was the first big hit? What, uh, Real Life. That, yeah. That's Okay, when. so you must have been, like, 10 or something. Yeah, that was, I mean, as I've said before, I sort of came online becoming aware of popular music. Around that time. Yeah. So that's one of the first oh, radio yeah. hits I remember doing so like cool. radio hit. Yeah, I had her album Once the Four on One. Yeah. And it was like when that came out, you're like, Oh my god. She, just, she came out of nowhere. Yeah. And it just this album was insane. And she, you're like, here's this new woman who's just killing it. Yeah, I know she's one of the most respected R and B singers and has stuck around ever since then. Oh, yeah. And she is just a living tons legend of But I've never I know her hits, and I never did yeah. like a dive into her stuff outside of what was on the radio. Yeah, but I mean, I know that she's great. Yeah, and she always had. I mean, I I've, I've probably like three or four of her albums. Yeah, but that "What's the 401" was crazy. Yeah, and that was her like back in the day. Like, I'm gonna sing like this, but I'm gonna wear like a I'm gonna wear a baseball jersey and a backwards cap because it was 1992. Because that's what she did. Yeah, and now she's all grown up and, and just like woman. Yeah, just killing it. Yeah. I like that she's a tasteful R and B singer. She's not doing a bunch of runs showing yeah. off how like her range and yeah. how many octaves she can Yeah, you know, she, she's not doing that trill thing or I don't even know what it's called. She's just singing. I mean she's going for it, yeah. but she's not overdoing it or yeah. showing off, which I really appreciate with R and B Yeah, especially with this song too. Because yeah. like you don't need to fuck with this song. No, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, my that is my number one uh Christmas song. I've That's been. a great one. Yeah. Um when I was a freshman in college, I got super into Tom Waits. Okay, yeah. not your favorite. Mm-hmm. No, going to have to deal with. to have today. to deal with it. It's Christmas. I got to learn. But yeah, I uh, the summer before I started at URI, I went to the campus to like sign some paperwork and stuff, and uh, stopped by the campus record shop mm-hmm. and bought the first CD I'd ever buy there. And I would stop at that record store like once a week and buy a new album. Mm-hmm. But the first Tom Waits CD I ever bought, and the first CD I ever bought there was Rain Dogs from 1984. But the my the Christmas of my freshman year of college, my aunt took me to the mall to go Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. She didn't know what to get. Yeah, eighteen year old me, uh, so she wanted me to pick out my own gift. I remember this very like she. I love my aunt Donna, mm-hmm. but. Her taste and my taste aren't the same. And she like very <laughs> desperately wanted to buy me clothes. She was like, let's go to The Gap and I'll buy you a sweater. I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't want that. No, no yeah, that no. was half my life ago. I still don't know how to buy clothes for shit. <laughs> uh, so I bought a bunch of CDs. And one of the ones I remember I got was Blue Valentine, mm-hmm. which is still my favorite Tom Waits album. I know of it because I have a lot of Tom Waits fans. So yeah. yeah. From 1978, and it has a song on it called "Christmas Card from a Hooker in Minneapolis." I know by name, I can't remember it. It's been covered. Nico Case does a version okay. of it, uh, but we're gonna watch Tom Waits do it live. Bookended by his version of "Silent Night." I think hey, I do know his version of "Silent Night." When I say his version, I just mean it's "Silent Night," but it's Tom Waits singing it, so it <laughs> yes. sounds like Tom Waits singing exactly. it. Exactly. "Silent Night" is is top five. That's a great song. I mean, that's sense. like the classic Christmas Yeah, love song. of uh, that. And I love Tom Waits. You not so much, I gather. I love Tom Waits as a person. As an actor. I love him as an actor. Have you seen The Ballad of Buster Scruggs I'm yet? I'm going to see it because oh, I can't wait. It's great. Uh, I, I, I love watching Tom Waits act. I love that. I think he's a fucking cool person when he's interviewed. I yeah. can't stand his music. Okay. Well, you're not gonna like this, (laughs) but just to try and keep your interest, I want you to bear in mind that when Blue Valentine was released, and this performance seems to be from around then. Mm -hmm. If this isn't 1978, it doesn't seem too long after. Mm -hmm. He's still in his late 20s. I don't know how he got that voice. He must have always had it. I don't. It doesn't seem like it's a total put on because, like, I don't think because he talks like that. Yeah. Yeah. or maybe it's like a Gilbert Gottfried thing where in public he just does his performance voice and he sounds completely different that with his real voice. Genius. But I, he is he is maybe 29 in the okay. video we're going to watch. And I just don't know how you get that voice at yeah. 29. And also this level of like world very cool. But... Yes. All is calm. All is calm. You know, uh, the, oh, no, his voice no. actually kind of works for Silent Night. In a weird like it's so not tuneful that it's like, oh, it makes you appreciate the actual words yes. and the meaning of it. Yes. Right? For the same reason that I don't like when R&B singers show off too much and it becomes about them As instead of the song. the song. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I've, I think I've said before and I'll say it again. I don't think... Getting super into Tom Waits, my first semester of college, did me any favor socially. (laughs) (laughs) It's really hard to get people on board when I'm like, "Come on, Hi, I'm Paul. Nice to meet you. Come listen to Blue Valentine with me. It's really good. I did not score a lot (laughs) with that. Also, I'm like, I don't know if he's drunk or completely sober because he always sounds like this. Yeah, I think it's maybe a little. Yeah. Also, just so so you can enjoy it, the Christmas card from a hooker portion of the performance. He does a little bit more spoken than he sings it on oh, okay. the album, so maybe that'll be worse. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> for you.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I love
2: Tom Waits so much.
0: I love watching Tom Waits smoke. Yeah. So, like I, I remember like Letterman interviews and he would smoke and like God damn you just like know how to smoke. Yeah. You make smoking look cool. There's a great clip where he was a guest on Fernwood Tonight. Oh yeah, I remember which Fernwood. Which was Tonight. like the parody yeah. late night chat show. Mm-hmm. That that's a lot of fun that clip. That, that, Martin Ball Martin Russell, and, yeah. and Fred Willard uh interviewing that's Tom Wrady Oh, he just segwayed into I'm it. I Right
3: above this dirty bookstore on Euclid Avenue. Believe it or not, I stopped taking dope and I quit drinking whiskey.
0: <laughs> uh, he's got great My hair, hair too. Oh, fantastic hair. I don't know what, uh, yeah, this is one of those I don't know what to do with it kind of songs. Like, or his music. Yeah, I mean, you can't dance to it, but it's good listening. You can't do it. But I like looking at it. I'll tell you what you do to this. (laughs) Okay, good. Because you already kind of said it. You smoke a cigarette. All right? Yeah. You have a glass of whiskey. Yeah. You sit. You stare out a rainy window and think. Okay. Or just stare into the middle distance and <laughs> contemplate your life. All right. It's music to listen to when you're sad or want to feel sad. Yes. Yeah, you know? Yes, I could see that. You want to when feel you sad. When you want to wallow in your yes. depression. Yes or just if you want to put on the robe of the character that Tom Waits plays mm-hmm. and you just want to be you know that was well explained yeah And as an affected 18-year-old that's exactly <laughs> what I wanted You're to go like, for That's
3: what I want so.
0: I like the basis behind him just quietly waiting. For Maybe him. I still got that record of Little Anthony and the Imperials. Hmm. Going out of my head, over it, I my don't head, know why the crowd is laughing. Because it's funny. I, and I feel like I'm missing something and it's making me resent the crowd. The lyrics are funny. Are they? Yeah. Okay. I feel like maybe I'm I'm not smart enough for it because I don't I don't know why they're like. saying this is a Christmas song because it's called a Christmas car from a hooker I've died missing Uh, yeah yeah okay it's just one of those boozy it's like when people like my favorite Christmas song is fairy tale in New York by the Pogues yeah you know what I'm saying I know for a certain type of person to listen to at Christmas but really it's just one of Tom Waste's (laughs) stories yeah that's what I thought okay (laughs) <laughs> I, I love this man. I eat this with a spoon. It's just... so funny. It's, it's like so I'm just down. yeah, it's just not me. No, I know that one. These
3: for the first time since my accident I wish I had all the money you used to spend on dope. Yeah, how is
0: his voice like that? No, why everyone thinks it's not funny? Now the story takes a sad turn. Now it takes a sad turn. Oh, it's sadder. I do like the bookends. Yeah, that's great. Oh, it's effective, and he doesn't sing God. "Silent Night" on on that song on the album. Oh, it's just the song. Right? Yeah, the the bookend of "Silent Night" makes it uh, makes it very. Cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. It makes the story mean more and it makes Silent Night mean more at the same time. And it makes it a little bit more of a Christmas thing. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. let have that. Yeah. So, I understand that this is completely not your pet music. okay. But you have to admit, this motherfucker puts on a show. He's, he's cool as fuck. Yeah. There's a little... He th- is an entertainer. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. There is a little teeny tiny part of me that wishes I, would like... Because I understand how cool uh, he is, yeah. But then I hear him sing, and I go, "Oh boy!" (laughs) But I under, I get, I get it. I, I get like looking at him. I'm like, he's a cool motherfucker, yeah. Uh, And he's artsy and just fucking like New York. I don't even know. I'm assuming it's from. Well, then he also had that big mid mid period career mid-career change in style where we went from this this sort of like mm. you know old like boozy bar yeah. singer to like I'm king of the junkyard and now I just do these weird dark poetry type oh things. really so yeah 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 did people embrace it as much or were they like oh that's not the Tom Waits I like no, yeah, people still love Tom I, I mean, figured. he he changed in, like, the mid-80s. Oh, And he okay. started doing, like, weird, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Okay. But, <laughs> more, almost more theatrical and huh. less, like, jazzy singer-songwriter stuff, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um... Uh, I don't know. We can always revisit that on the future. (laughs) When when I do a whole Tom Waits episode. With Katie Willard? Yeah, maybe. You're not going to let me teach you? You're not going to let me mansplain Tom Waits Uh, I didn't let Anne uh, mansplain Tom Waits to me. I don't know if I can let you. Does Anne like Tom Waits? Loves, Uh, loves, loves Tom Waits. That doesn't surprise me. So basically you have the the wrong pinch-on on on the show. (laughs) (laughs) You got the wrong (laughs) co-host. No, because uh, we like a lot of different stuff. It wouldn't be as fun if it was That's true. two people who agreed and liked all the same things. Very true. Uh, but speaking of your favorite artists... Yes. What are we looking at oh, next? I don't know what to expect. This is a cover version I found of a kid group singing Prince's Another Lonely Christmas. So I already am not familiar with Another Lonely Christmas. Another Lonely Christmas is uh, my... Uh, in my top three. So that's number two. Uh, this Christmas is number one. Okay. Lonely Christmas is uh, number two. It is a B-side to, uh, shockingly, which is weird, it's a B-side to I Would Die For You. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So it was released as a B-side. He, I kind of wish it was a B-side to Party On Your Pussy." <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can only dream. Um, but he uh, he recorded this in like 84, made it on the B-side of I Would Die For You, has only played it once in concert uh, in 1984, like right when he first, uh, I think he played it for Christmas Eve
3: uh, in
0: 84 and then never played it again. And it is uh, an awesomely sad song uh, that Prince does uh, about lamenting about uh, a girl that he loved who died. Um, And I love the song. have, Oh, they played it very rarely on on uh, radio when it came out, mm-hmm. uh, and they barely play it now on Christmas time. But yeah, I don't think I've ever yeah. heard the Prince version. But we're not gonna. No, we're not because I couldn't find it. Yeah, uh, I have it at home, but I don't have after any video for Prince it. scrubbed all of his existence from off of the internet while he was yes. still alive. And then after he died, his family and estate immediately immediately told the world, "We're going to put his stuff back on the internet it's for fine. you to have." It's fine. Somewhere another yes. lonely Christmas slipped through the cracks. When yes, they did it that. did. So this is so safe. it's still not on YouTube. Yes, correct. Yeah, safe. So this is saving forever. I don't know anything about them. All I know is they do a really faithful cover of Prince's "Another Lonely Christmas." But you said these are young kids. Yeah, they're like young, like like, like like young high schoolers. Okay. And I don't know how or they as got. Long as they're not like little little kids with their little baby voices. No, I don't like kids. No, either. and they're playing their instruments on it, and you'll hear. Oh, it cool! Like, wow, yeah, it's not just a, uh, a vocal. Unless it's another bad creation. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there or the boys. <laughs> <laughs> but... And then back creases. Yeah. Bad. Great. Can't go wrong with them. Saving forever. Okay. Yeah. So this is basic. I mean, this is a rudimentary version of what Prince did because these are kids. But yeah, this everything was Everything's rudimentary compared <laughs> yes. to what Prince did. But this was the song. It was like this slow rocker. Yeah. And it has one of my favorite lines in a Prince song ever that they don't sing which pissed me off and and I is it it too adult or something? barely it's uh the song uh, is, is him remembering like remember when we did this and did that now you're dead and now I'm alone on Christmas yeah and the last one of the last lyrics is Every Christmas night for seven years now, I drink banana daiquiris until I'm blind. That's really evocative. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't sing that part. (laughs) Yeah. No, I... I, Yeah. Right, because they're underage. Because they're underage and they're little kids. But uh, that is my favorite line of the song. And one of my favorite Prince lines ever. Again, him uh, using the number seven, which he does a lot. I mean, in the song Seven, he does. it Several times he says it. Yes. Uh, He has a song called I Love You and Me, which he talks about Seven. Yeah. He has a B-side called Seventeen Days. Mm -hmm. Um, I know there's, like, weird religious symbolic overtones. I never bothered to learn it. (laughs) I just just (laughs) accepted that. It's cooler when it's mysterious. Yes. Yeah, I can understand why they didn't sing that lyric, because this record and this video are very produced. Mm -hmm. Yes. But they're very young, so I feel like... Their parents, or like, their musical mentor, or maybe it was a school project. Yeah, it said you but can't do somewhere it. Somewhere there's an adult, yes, guiding them through this project, and probably told them, "Don't sing that." <laughs> yeah, just skip that you one. You may not. Um, you're but not it, allowed. You're not allowed. But it is. It's a pretty faithful rendition. Yeah, and, it's and just these like, kids are talented. These dudes are talented, and the, there's like a female, young female drummer and. Yep, so this is like this is the rough version of the guitar solo that Prince did. This is from only two years ago, so. Yeah. I will say this about them. Sorry to throw shade, but Saving Forever. Not a great name. It no. sounds like I don't know, it sounds like some college rock band. Yeah. Also I'm too vague yeah. and I'm like, oh it could be like a Christian pop rock band yeah. as well. Well, oh, maybe they are, because then it, again, they, be, they did not sing that lyric, and they could be religious. Um, but this rendition, I was like, holy shit, they're pretty damn good at it. Yeah. And it was faithful enough that I was like, that's amazing. And uh, Prince, I mean, this is one of those songs, it was, he just went into the studio and like, another Lonely Christmas, okay, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play all their instruments, and there we go, we're good. But that was Saving Forever's version. Yeah. Um, talented if w- kids. Yeah, Talented Kids. And this video uh, only has 45,000 views. So let's get some eyes yeah, on Yeah, get Saving some eyes Forever. on them. Because they're singing a, a, a rare Prince song that you don't hear anymore. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we say we don't do greatest hits. Mm-hmm. But we're going to listen to the greatest hit. Or at least maybe the greatest modern Christmas hit. It's All I Want for Christmas Is You by Mariah Carey. Why does it say Dancing with because, the? IPod? Well, I'll get to that. Okay. I'll get to that. I was so confused. Let me now, introduce the clip. Okay. Right? Sorry. I, I don't know, like know if you've ever done this show before. <laughs> this is right. a podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, weird. It. Weird. Let me tell you right now, yeah. I'm glad you brought this up. I had a hunch that you might uh, play All I Want for Christmas. It is. It's, to me, I'm like it's not even modern classic. It's a straight up classic. It, I mean, at this point, dude, next year is going to be 25 years that, old, and which not, is insane. Yeah, and even it's like, a standard. Now. It's just exactly it's a standard, and it's like the last Christmas standard. Yeah, you can't. There hasn't been another one. Yeah, you know, there's been novelty ones and stuff like that. Like my kids are even like, oh, this song, this is a Christmas jam. Yeah, it like, is undeniable. It's fantastic, and yeah. it's hard to make a Christmas song. Yeah, fucking hard. No, this was just a perfect st- like. It sounds like a Mariah Carey song. Yep. It sounds like 90s pop, 90s R&B, yep. but it also has that like Motown Christmas sound flavor yep. to it. It's just perfect. It's it's great. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone knows the song. Yes. So I'm not playing the song to play the song. I'm playing the song to play this minor viral video hit from 7 years ago. Okay. That I watch every year, and it's delightful. Now, this was a series of web videos that this kid used to put on YouTube. He hasn't been active for years. okay. And so this this video has like 2 million views, which by, to, by 2018 standards is only like a moderately viral yeah. thing. Um, but in 2011, that was a lot of views. So yeah, I think people might remember this from 2011. I, ah. uh, but his series of videos were called Dancing with an iPod in Public. I literally thought that was the name of the song no. by a group called Christmas Edition. No, no, no. This is the Christmas Edition of okay. his web series. So this kid would like go to the mall mm-hmm. with his iPod and his earbuds in and film himself dancing around in public to the music that only he can hear. I love this kid already. But then when you watch the video, you can hear the music. So he's in sync to the music. So it looks normal to us watching it. But everyone around him is like, what the fuck? Like, because oh. he's dancing. He's so big. Yeah. Like, he's so demonstrative. And he's dancing, like, really crazy just at the mall. I'm so into To this. music no one can hear but him. Oh. So this is the Christmas one, which he does to All I Want for Christmas is This you. is going to be he's, special. Yeah, it's the most fun thing. So it's, like, he's fun. And then you watch people around him reacting to him. And then, like, politely ignoring him <laughs> after noticing him. Yes. It's great. and it's the best modern Christmas song. I mean, yes, yeah. <laughs>
1: it's already great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, he's looking at the camera, it's great. Big grin and a Christmas sweater. This dude is great. doing a little finger wave (laughs) oh he's got a lot of confidence oh yeah he's great it takes a lot of confidence to do this I could not do this (laughs) oh I love this kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just going to all the stores and. Oh my god, I'm gonna show this to my kids. Yeah. This is great. And he must just look like a lunatic. Yeah, but it's. <laughs> oh, I'm so like happy. Yeah. He's the happiest looking person oh, yeah. you've ever seen. Because <laughs> that's the effect this song has on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the old guy's like why? That guy has no idea What to do with this kid <laughs> Dancing in a Forever 21 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Oh I got a high five, five.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he that's, a that, that guy doesn't know <laughs> The guy wants that. no part of it
0: Oh he's great You also keep in mind like how many times? Like, how yeah. long did it take? There's a lot of cuts here. There's a lot of takes. There's a lot of different locations. I don't know how many hours he spent in this mall annoying <laughs> <Yes>. people. <laughs> but like, I love the feeling, like. Surely you've been in public where you have your earbuds in and you're like bopping along. Oh yeah. And then you realize like, oh nobody can hear what I can hear. I yeah, look, yeah. I look <laughs> insane right now. And I, that might just be you like nodding along. Yeah, that's or just sort just, of like shaking like, shoulders. It. Yeah. And then you get self-conscious. And this guy is going off. Yeah. He's fully going for it. Yeah. <laughs> that old guy kind of like veered away it <laughs> okay, okay. His name's Preston. You are wonderful. Yep. That's great. Preston, thank you for making a YouTube video that delights me every Christmas. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm fully going to dial that up. Yeah. Ugh. All right, let's get a little jazzy. Let's get a little. Uh, let's get a little mope. Let's watch another Tom Waits video. <laughs> like different, Boy, different. Uh, yeah, this is a different one. This yeah. is uh, Diane. Diana Krall, Mrs. Costello. Mrs. Costello, yeah. that's right. Married to Elvis Costello. Who? My uh, father would be happy that you picked this. He loves Diana Krall. I love Diana Krall, but now at this point, I only associate Diana Krall with Christmas. Really? Yeah. I don't really associate her with anything. I mean, she's a jazz singer that has had a, a ton of albums. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I'm just like, oh, she's the Christmas singer. I don't know. Why. Like Michael Bublé. Michael Bu- Not like Michael Bublé, but like Michael Bublé. No, I know what you mean. I I know that Michael Bublé has a huge career. Yes. But I only hear Michael Bublé at Christmas. Yes. So that's the only time I want to hear Michael Bublé. Yes. Uh, I, uh, and Diana crawl is kind of that way for me. Like... She just did the the uh, the Kennedy's not the Kennedy Center, the, the tree in, in New York. The Rockefeller Center. The Rockefeller Center one. Yeah. And she sang a Christmas song with Tony Bennett. And you're like, sure. yeah, yeah th- okay. that's about right. I, I couldn't tell you the name of a Diana Krall song. And I didn't know that she did a lot of Christmas stuff. But I'm here for it. I'm here for it because this is yeah. uh, uh, one of my top five. I think maybe I'm called call it number four. Which, which song? Have Yourself a Merry Little oh, Christmas. sure, yeah. Originated by? Uh, it means St. Louis Judy by Garland. Judy Garland, which yeah, I think yeah. is in the 40s. But this is another example of, like, this Christmas, no one really fucks this up. Yeah, I didn't realize, or I didn't know, just a little music nerd fact that there's an alternate lyric in this song. Yes, I had heard that. Which, I, I mean, I knew both lyrics, but I never realized, like, oh, certain versions had one, and then certain versions had another. Because Meet Me in St. Louis is a very sad movie. Yes. And in the movie, when Judy Garland sings the song, it's very sad. Mm -hmm. And there's that line, until then we'll have to muddle through somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when Frank Sinatra covered it, he was like, I'm not going to sing that. That's depressing. (laughs) I don't want it. And then so they wrote the lyric, hang a shining star upon the highest bough to replace... The until uh, then we'll have to muddle through somehow. I, yes, because Sinatra didn't want to sing those words, and some versions now will do both yes. in different verses. But that's the origin. Right? Interesting. So I'm curious now to see what Diana Krall will does. do with that. I'm going to guess muddle. Yeah, probably that feel, makes sense I feel, I feel, for, like for a, a straight ahead jazz yeah. version. Yeah, I feel like it, she's a muddler or both, but she's not going to. She's not going to censor the muddle. No. this looks like it was from back in the day a little bit late 90s maybe yeah yeah it doesn't say but this is to me the best melancholy Christmas song yeah I like the melancholy I love and this is the one where I'm like oh yeah it's just this is like the late at night listening to it by yourself in front of the tree. Little, little nog. Little nog just kind of Lights there. down low. And to me, this is also that song, I hate Christmas music after December 25th, but I'm okay <laughs> with this song after December 25th. Yeah Because it's already A little sad On December 26th Yeah And you hear this You're like Okay I'm still a little sad It's a wind down song Yeah exactly Exactly It's a wind down song And it's It lends itself So well to A jazz version Yeah I've heard Many many versions Of this song I've even heard A James Taylor version But I'm like No this is good This this is good (laughs) You're not a James Taylor fan I like some James Taylor Oh we agree on that I like some Yes Um, Same Yeah don't hate him by I any means also as you described Tom Waits I would see, I would say I think James Taylor seems like he's a great guy
1: and like <laughs> I like him as a person
0: yeah just not I don't like his voice or his songs. I can see that I he has one song that I know that I love called Your Smiling Face okay uh, I like that one he has one song that he does that I know called Jelly Man Kelly that he did on Sesame Street and I <laughs> like that one a lot <laughs> I don't even know that Wait Are we going to hear What she's going to say now? Or oh, We might we have missed it? it I think she said mo- How so We'll go- back it up A little bit See what she does <gasps> Oh no I I'm wrong She does the shining star upon the highest bow oh, Look at the model That's the uh, Yeah The watered down version <laughs> Sell out But yeah You're right It really does Lend itself to jazz Yeah I don't know. Yeah, hollow body guitar solo. Yeah, but yeah, out of all the like, even the uh, Prince song, which is a sad song, still doesn't make me feel melancholy because it's, it's a, a little rocker. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. This
0: this always makes me feel melancholy, but in the good way. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have. I mean. Uh, Christmas is all feelings. (laughs) It's all the feelings. Christmas is all feelings. Sometimes Christmas is you're by yourself and uh, lonely and sad. Mm -hmm. And those feelings are heightened because of the holidays. And sometimes uh, you're with your favorite people and it's the best time of the year. It's all all of it. It's all the things. That's why it's the best holiday. Exactly. Because Halloween doesn't have like a range of emotions. No. Thanksgiving. It's just terror. Year, yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving just has food. Thanksgiving is great, but there's it's it's not nuanced. No, exactly. Yes, yes. It's, it's, one note. it's it's one day. Yeah, it's one day. Yeah, it is what it's supposed to be, and that's what it is. Yep. Christmas, there's room for all experience. Exactly, and that's why we always like ramp up for it because you yeah. can listen to a ton of songs and feel a ton of different things. Yeah, it's the end of the year. You reflect on all the highs and lows of the all year. All the things and, you've done wrong. That's really yeah. It's real. yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> I always like how they end with that. with The little jingle bells. Yeah, it's a classic move. Yeah, classic move. Uh, So, last year, uh, we did a Happy Holidays episode. This is our sequel. Yeah. If anybody hasn't heard our original Happy Holidays, I urge you to go and listen to that one. Yeah, it's a holiday. It's perennial. In future years, listen to all our Happy Holidays episodes. Yeah, come on. Binge listen. Yeah. Uh. But we visited a certain person Mm -hmm. in our first Happy Holidays episode. Her name was Gayla Peavy. Yes. From Oklahoma City. Yes. Who, as a 10-year-old, recorded one of my favorite Christmas songs, I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. Yes, I do remember that. Uh, We watched a video of her. She was 10 in 1953 Mm -hmm. when that single was released. Yes, I remember we were amazed at her confidence of singing.
3: Yes. Yes. Which she...
0: I mean, people know that song. They know yeah. what that confidence was. And she was like a local star in Oklahoma mm-hmm. City. She did like local commercials and stuff. Yeah. And that was a big national hit for her. And we watched a really charming clip of her being interviewed more recently and just talking about her memories of the song. Because now she's just like a really sweet, sharp, like, grandmother. Yeah, which is awesome. Just a real, like, Midwestern grandma. Yeah. And that clip, I think, was... for Our episode was 2017. And that clip was like 2017 or 2016. Mm. It was pretty recent. So when I was putting this sequel episode together a few days ago, mm. I just I just searched on, on a hope and a prayer. <laughs> I searched YouTube for Gala PV to see if there were any updates. Yeah. And indeed that day, two days ago, as we record this, wow. the Oklahoma City Zoo YouTube channel put up a quick video uh, Gayla Peavy went to the zoo and sang her song for a group of kids who were there at the Oklahoma City Aww. Zoo. So, this is just a quick, this is less than a minute long. This is hot, fresh out the oven. This is hot and fresh. This has only 104 views. I mean, it's only so been up it. since December uh, 3rd. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be a banger. This isn't going to, but. We'll but, make it a banger. But I just wanted to check in with Mrs. Peavy again. Well, I assume her name is not Peavy anymore, but Gayla Peavy uh and uh wait before we play yeah take me back to the moment Mm -hmm. when you're searching youtube you're like ah just let me see and then were you just like what yeah i found it nine hours after they posted it (laughs) i still hadn't picked all my videos for this episode i needed one more and i was like i don't know and uh and then i just found it and i was like yeah let's we need to check in that's her because she's great. great. Yeah. And I just love how much she loves the song. This I mean, we talked about this uh last year. She could have easily been like, look, I'm a whole person. Yeah, I please leave me alone about the hippopotamus. Yeah, I was song. fucking 10. Yeah, I've yeah. had a whole life. Yeah. I've had a marriage. And then another marriage. <laughs> and kids. And jobs and things. Yes. I want to be more than just the hippopotamus song girl. Yes. And if she had that attitude, she would be completely within her rights. Yes. I would not begrudge her that at all. She'd be valid. But she is not that at all. She loves it. Yeah. She loves how much joy it's brought people for, uh, what, 65 years yeah. this year? It's I, the song I is love that years attitude. Yeah. Love it. And uh, she's just a delight. And so I wanted to check in with Gayla Pini. Let's check in. And today we have Gayla here. She we looks recorded- stunning. She is 75 Holy years God. old. She looks fantastic. Yeah. She is hot. Yeah. For a 75 year old. Yeah. She's, she, she's just great. She's yeah. just like a hip She grin. looks great. Yeah. We
2: are very... Today we have Gayla Pivi here. Gayla recorded the famous hit song "I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas," and we are here today to celebrate the 65th anniversary of the song. I always love coming
0: back to Oklahoma. I tell
2: you, you make me feel right at home. So we're really a little kid
0: with a little stuffed hippopotamus stuffed animal wearing a Santa hat. That's cute. That's great.
2: Proud of Gayla, she was inducted into the Oklahoma Music Hall of Fame earlier this week. So we knew she'd be in town, so we arranged to have the sing along. I want it upon us for free.
0: Still can sing it. Yeah.
2: Gayla and the song have a very
0: unique. That's her. We talked about uh, last year, she talked about how she at the time they like adopt the zoo got a new hippopotamus mm-hmm. and they had her like presented or whatever yeah. And, oh yeah she showed a it. drawing that she did of it yeah but we didn't see this this is a photograph of 10 year old Kayla oh, Peavy at the zoo with the hippo <laughs> that's great that's great and the song have a
2: very unique history and She's the so we hippo. always love to have her come back and share that story and connect new audiences and generations to the song in a really fun way. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Merry
0: Christmas! Uh, so, that, I just thought that was adorable. Great. And I love like local I love that she got inducted into the Oklahoma yeah, Music that's Hall great. of Fame. Yeah, it's fantastic. Good yeah. for her. She still goes to Oklahoma and entertains the kids. It's I love yes. everything about her. Kids it. love her. And I love that it's two days ago Yeah. that you found her. And this. it's just it's yeah. it's just nice. Yes. It's a nice thing. We like nice things. Uh, we have one clip left. Yes. Uh, you, uh, you told me you have a fun game. I'm going to try, try to do play. this. I think I'm going to do pretty well, too. This is a very well-known Christmas song and a very well-known Christmas song. Music video. Yep. It's Do They Know It's Christmas by Band Aid. Sure. Everyone knows it. Yes. I find it you know, they only play it at Christmas time. I find it a little <laughs> odd that they still play it at Christmas time, but that's okay. Why? Because of the charity aspect? Yeah, it? it seems odd that you're still playing it after all. Like like this has become a Christmas song. Oh yeah. It's a little odd. Because it was designed to raise money for African relief efforts. Yes. Like famine. Yes. But now it's just a song about Dying African <laughs> Children that we listen to every year. Because it says Christmas in it. Uh, yeah. I mean, is it possible that when sales of that single happen, that money still goes to. I mean, it's been 30 some years. I it's God. 1983, is, right? Yeah. 1984. So thir- 84. Yeah. Okay, so 34 years. So I doubt it. I hope so. No, I hope so. I hope Bob Geldof isn't pocketing <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> one. Is it Geldof? It's Geldof. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is a pre live aid. Pre live aid pre-USA charity. for Africa this is like the one that kicked it all this off this is when one that kicked it off and then the Americans went oh guys yeah. we, we need one and then there was just a craze of fundraising everything became yeah which is not the worst thing in the world not some, of the, some of the music that resulted from it is yes most of it was bad but, a couple were good I This like, is this is good you know what I like is Tears Are Not Enough by Northern Lights. The Canadian Super Bowl on the B-side to We Are the World. Because uh, right. we're the world, but Canada, they can do their own. Yeah, fuck that. We're the world, not <laughs> to get off topic. Canada, not so much. What's the game that you said you wanted I'm to I'm going to try to see if I can name as many people in this as I can. <laughs> and I have not looked at this. Now, obviously, I've seen this since 1984, but I've not looked at this at a good three or four years I rather think you'll be better at this game than I will yes I mean we can both name some of the obvious ones Yes. I'm I know obvious. there are going to be some people that I'm going to need your help yes. on and then there's two, three people in this that you're going to be like why are they in this and even when this video came out I was like what the fuck are they doing in this you video you mean like how Dan Aykroyd's and We Are The World this is exactly a Dan Aykroyd moment okay exactly it's like a comedian or something no but you're just like huh why are they there? Uh, look, I'll I'll name the biggies—the ones that we all yes. know off the top of our heads that are part of it. Yes, George Michael. Yes, Boy George. Yes, Bono, because he's got that that famous yes. thing. And uh, I'm trying to think. I think like some Duran Duran. Yeah, Duran. Simon okay. the in it. That's that's all I can think of off okay. the top of my head. So, all, all right. right, this is going to be a fun game. Um, but let me guess first because I'm sure you will know before some blank. I will probably blank on yeah. but, uh, but go ahead and I also know that you can name all the members of Duran Duran and I can only name one <laughs> yes visually it is a great song it, it's a, it's a, it it's is a it's it's just really depressing <laughs> it's when really depressing, depressing the and the fact that they played still yeah but the, uh, the music isn't depressing no it's, it's a good pop song Fresh off of the wall, here comes... <laughs> yes. Oh, Sting. I forgot yeah. the Sting. This guy's name is Paul something. Paul Young. Paul Young. Who is yes. he from? He sang... Uh, he was a solo artist. He sang Every Time You Go Away, You Take a Piece of me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is a great song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was yeah. a huge star in 84. And also, I I would say, he's the star of this song. I agree. Yeah. agree. Yeah. Leads it off. Beautiful voice. Yes. Only had like two hits on his Boy George Yeah I love Boy George It's so good to see him Yeah He can fucking sing He's great Yeah He's got some Cindy Lover hair You know who did the drums Oh Phil Collins Phil Collins is on the drums I didn't realize Phil Collins was involved. Yeah I mean Like I said This is a popular music video And I've seen it a bunch of times But like Never paid that close attention and haven't watched it in a long time. Exactly. So you're like, you're going to be like, oh my God, they're fucking in this? Yeah, I 100% know that I watched this video in my life and saw that Phil Collins was in it, but didn't retain that. It's got that Phil Collins beat. It's a young George Michael with a lot of hair. Yeah. A lot of blonde hair. No Andrew Ridgely here right now. Oh, Andrew Ridgely, the, uh, don't. the most important part of <laughs> Yes, thank you. Yeah. The beating heart of Wham. He was busy taking care of Wham business. Yeah, That's yeah. why. Couldn't, couldn't, do, <laughs> couldn't make it. Time. It's also sad to know now that George Michael later would die on Christmas Day. Yeah, I know. Oh boy, I forgot about that. Uh, this is Simon Le Correct. From Duran Duran. Do The one member of Duran Duran I can name. Yes. this is way harder than USA for Africa yeah. They're staying. They're very young Stan USA for Africa is real easy uh, the police have they already broken up at this point or do they still have synchronicity in front of them they were still do uh, synchronicity was still happening okay. like it was in the midst of synchronicity so this is like police's peak yes okay. exactly exactly and he hasn't had a dream about the blue turtles <laughs> the blue yet. turtles yet. yeah and is this Bono coming in yes
3: Okay. okay, no, that's. Oh, I
0: do not know who this is. Oh, I uh, I forgot his name, but that is the lead singer of Spandau Ballet. Oh, okay, yeah. I yeah, want to yeah, say yeah. Gary something, but I'm not. We watched, uh, yes, we yeah, watched true, true. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's the Spandau Ballet guy. I never would have been able to remember that. That's I, him. I just forgot his name. Yeah. Sting again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a threesome. You got a threesome there. Oh, I look. I love Simon LeBon. I'm fine with Sting, especially Police Sting. Yeah, uh, take him or leave him. Really, I I do not like. <laughs> I can understand that. Don't care
3: for him. I oh, haven't...
0: this is also like the most. This is a super group of mullets. <laughs> yes, in this. this is mullet heavy. Yeah, Sting may be the only guy without a mullet. Sometimes. Yeah, he's just kind of a, a moppish hair. And you bet you hate that part. Bono. Oh, you show off. It's always going to be about Bono. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even like this African that thing. That one line of his in this song, to me, is such an encaps- encapsulation of Bono yeah. in general. Like, yeah. I get the biggest like show off line. People are going to remember this part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Paul Young's the real star of this, but people yeah. remember the Bono thing, and I bet Bono yeah. loves it. Paul led the way. Here's Phil again. Oh, shit! Yeah. Paul Weller, yeah, I didn't know that he was in yeah. Band Aid. That's so good oh, that you he's caught my that. Favorite, yeah. I, uh, I know that you like the Style Council. Yes, the Jam is one of my top five, possibly top three, favorite bands of all time. Oh wow, yeah, I love the Style Council. They're great. But I, I would say I don't even think I've watched this video since before I'd heard of the Jam. Oh wow, like it's probably been fifteen yeah. years since I've seen this. You caught that out. immediately, though. I love Paul Weller. That's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Last thing there. No. Uh, okay, that is, oh, that's the guy from Culture Club. That's that's the guy that uh, dated Boy George. Dated Boy George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't the, know his name. The guitarist. Yeah, don't know this fellow, but he looks like he might I, just be I, a producer. Or yeah, something. or he You're also an engineer. he might be. I think he brought. Uh, he might have been part of the Boomtown Rats. Okay, that makes sense. I think so. Maybe another Boomtown. Yeah, in fact, I think they kind of helped out a lot. Here's the fucked up part, though. Like, especially uh, dude from Culture Club. He's just sitting behind the boards. He doesn't participate. Well, he can't sing. He's not a singer. But why is he there then? It's moral support. So is he just there as like George's boyfriend that day? I think he's there because uh, he wants to be part of something special. Okay. But he looks sad that he's not part of it. Why well, can't? Guess. Who was he? What like what instrument did he? I could have sworn he was the guitarist. Okay. He's got a distinct look, which is why I yes. recognized him. These guys, I don't know. No. Oh, wait, wait. The guy on the right is um, is, is my Duran Duran favorite, John Taylor. Oh, okay. I don't know the guy in the middle. That's yeah, John Taylor him. right there. guy in the middle I don't know. Uh, maybe he's like the bassist for Men Without Hats. <laughs> just a wild yes, guess. Just throw know. it out there. Doesn't look familiar to me either. Uh, oh, there's Simon again. And That guy's... Who's that cat? I don't know. I'm just going to say he's an A&R guy. He, yeah, maybe. But he does have a familiar I, face. I, I'm not sure who that is. Okay, is uh, that same uh, guy again who we don't know who it is. I forgot. She's from Bananarama. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Maybe he's from Bananarama. I no, Bananarama yeah. is all <laughs> gone go. Here's oh, what man. I... Do you know what I love about this shot? The squirt? She's got a squirt. Yeah, she's got a can of squirt. This is a sponsored post. Yeah. But, but then also a Coca-Cola sign right behind her. And I think squirt, squirt is, is all not all, a Coca-Cola I, product. It might be a Pepsi. This is like competing brands wow, here that cancel each other out. It's not advertising. <laughs> it's not advertising. But she's also like straight up just like... Holding the can of Squirt. Like, let like, me have a Squirt. Was Band-Aid sponsored yeah. by Squirt? Yeah. <gasps> Do we just have to cover something? Not for nothing, but Squirt, my favorite soda. Not a bad drink. Yeah. It's sugared Fresca. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no uh, joke. Fresca fres- is a sugar-free grapefruit drink. Fresca's drink. fantastic. Squirt is uh, full sugar yeah. Fresca, basically. It's great. I don't drink it anymore, but it's great. So uh, they... We've identified... Oh, wait. Yeah, we got all of that. Uh, uh, is that Sting? I thought it was Sting, but now no, it doesn't just, look like Sting. It's just it a little blurry. Tell. Yeah. I think that's Sting. Uh, so there's John Taylor again. Okay. Uh, I don't that know, dude, dude again. That dude again. Oh, and I really then, want to find out who he is now. And the, okay, I get it. And that's that's the culture the of guitars, because all okay, the so guitars are together. He did get to participate. Yeah, so he got some action. I love that John Taylor's wearing a shirt that says... <laughs> Duran Duran on it yeah and but not like a logo or a tour t-shirt he's just wearing a, a <laughs> it's just a black and red I think long sleeve crew yes. neck yep and then in just like Helvetica it just says Duran Duran <laughs> yeah this looks real homemade. <laughs> he's like this is who I'm with I'm with Duran Duran man yeah, he is. Uh, okay who's this cat don't know Okay. And I don't know that guy. This either. looks like the guy who was behind the boards in that other show. That's why the one I, who you said might be a boom. That's Town why I feel rat. like he might be Boomtown That okay. guy. Oh, that's not Sting, and I think this no. is the guy we thought was Sting before. Yes, and I don't know who he is. Okay. either
1: Back to Paul Young.
0: Yeah. Uh, don't know who these. That's, are. I think that's John Taylor again, and then um, guy we don't know. Yeah. Well, Paula Young's holding it down. Oh. Okay, that's, been, that's Banana Ram in the okay. Because now it's like the intros. Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, ready? I did not realize that there were any African American people involved in Band Aid. You know why? Why? Because that's cool in the gang. Okay, I mean, do that, they perform? in ba- Are they members of Band Aid? Technically, because they're in this video. Okay, well, I mean, is are they back? In, uh, the chorus of voices. They sing the chorus. Include yeah, Cool in the game. <laughs> cool in the Gang. I had no idea. That's the Dan Aykroyd moment. There's a there's oh, a little that's more. The Dan Aykroyd more. There's about. one more Dan Aykroyd moment too. And cool in the Gang is yes. in Band Aid. Yes, Jesus. this is blowing my mind, man. Paul yeah. Weller's there. Yeah, but Paul Weller makes sense though because. He's a new wave UK star. Yes, Cool in the gang. I thought Band Aid was exclusively Brits. Yep. Uh, and here comes cool in the Game. And I, th- if I remember right, they were like, "Oh, is this happening? We'll fly down." Yeah. They they like flew down to they flew to England, be like let's do this. Awesome, because it's awesome. You yeah. never noticed. Yeah, that's my favorite. Right, I'll go, I, who okay. will well, we'll see it again? Don't you have to rewind because okay. you'll, you'll see but her who's again. this? I don't know who that is. Okay. Bunch of people have babies. Yeah. Now they're getting ready. This is my favorite part of the video. They go one, two, three, four. Um, yeah. Now that was her again. Right? Yes. Now we can go back. Jody Watley. Oh. Jody Watley's in this. Why is Jody Watley in this? Wow. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That was the other Dan Aykroyd moment. I always just think of like George Michael and Bono and all yeah. The bands. It's crazy. because well, they don't get featured. They don't yeah. have lines. Of they're like- just here. So they're in this part. It's so cool. yeah. fun. This is the best part of the song. Yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to think. Is it Bananarama? In That's front all here? three yeah. Bananarama. It's funny because I thought there were way more people. Like in USA for Africa, there's so many freaking people. In yeah, there. yeah, yeah. It's much less here. Uh, bananarama from the UK? Yeah. I did not realize that. Maybe. Oh God, this dude. What? It's not quite a ponytail. It's a <laughs> yeah. rat tail. It's a, a rat, rat tail. tail. Yeah. It's a glorious rat tail it's a Danny Wood level <laughs> yes. rat tail rat tail before rat tails meant something with sideburns yeah and like he's wearing a suit yeah he's just did. my brain can't a <laughs> rat tail with a nice suit yeah 1984 man yeah it's a great year to be alive he's being yeah. yeah there's hardly anyone in I did when I first saw this I was like what got all these people in it and I'm like well, there's not that many no but this was the first charity single, so. This was, it, this it. was the. As an unprecedented thing, it's a lot of people. Yeah. I love that. Who is that? That's from? Robert Coolbell right there. That was Coolbell. Yep. Standing behind Paul fucking Weller. Yeah. Yep. It's blowing my mind that this over familiar song has so many uncovered from me yeah. layers to it. That's why I'm so glad yeah. we played it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next to Phil Collins. Yeah. Who was that guy? That was that was the Spandau guy. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. yeah. He's sort of like a poor man's Brian Ferry. <laughs> a little bit. I, that's, that's a fair assessment. Uh, but look, hey, that sounded shadier than I meant to. Even a poor man's Brian yeah. Ferry is pretty impressive. I mean, we, we we've already stated how much we love Spandau yeah, like. yeah, I don't recognize Who's that ginger guy back there. I don't know. Oh, there's Nick Rhodes was in there. That's from Duran Duran. Okay, he was in there. Oh, I, I, I want to say that's like I know Blonde I'm wrong Keith Moon? I know I'm wrong <laughs> but I want to just go ahead and say that's a Def Leppard guy <laughs> I'm probably wrong it does look a little like Joe Elliott. yeah but it's not but no Joe Elliott's better looking than yeah, this guy so I don't know sorry who to is. whoever this is yeah. I will look it up before we close the episode yeah. we'll see a complete list of band-aid members yeah. so, who's and that? I have no idea that actually is. does look like the guy from Men Without Hats no but what? they're Australian or New yeah, Zealand or something yeah like that. I don't think yeah. that's him that's the Shaking Maracas yeah. <laughs> who's uh, who that's that's, that's uh, uh, Nick Rhodes from Duran uh, Duran okay I <laughs> don't know who that is okay <laughs> don't know. who's this guy back here with the hair that oh man. that's a hat that's a hat So thought it was like an afro yeah Okay. Okay. So we didn't get hundred percent. No, but, I didn't. But we did pretty well. I, I feel good about how I did on that. I'm. am happy that. Uh, I'm happy that you're happy. I'm happy that Paul Weller showed up. Uh, yeah, it yeah. just always blew my mind when I watched this video. I was, and I immediately was like, let's i the gang. What are they doing? When, like, when this year, when you were no, when I first year? saw this, oh, as oh when you kid. first because I kid. loved the yeah, gang yeah, growing yeah, up, yeah. and they're not in USA for Africa no I don't think I mean is there any crossover with no from Band-Aid to Mm -hmm. USA for Africa no no. we will look this up after we stop the recording I encourage anyone listening to look up Band-Aid see who we missed if you weren't already yelling at (laughs) your speaker saying that's you know whoever you idiots. idiots Uh, in which case sorry (laughs) I guess yeah happy holidays well yeah but that was our last clip so we're going to put a bow on this Christmas present. It's all for this episode of Music Ray Gun. If you want to subscribe to this show and you're not already, it's available on most major podcast platforms. We'd love for you to email us your comments or questions. Our address is musicraygun at gmail.com. And if you know someone who might like Music Ray Gun, please tell them about it because word of mouth is the best way to share the show. And the best way to share anything. I'm Paul Ciampanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. Until next time, happy, happy holidays! holidays.